Well, happy holidays and welcome to Finding Middle Path, a podcast about all things DBT, dialectical behavior therapy, and the resources around it. Today, we will be talking about those resources and one of those great resources that we often talk about in mental health are the three pillars of mental health. Yes, the three pillars, not the four of mental health. So I hope you stay with us to talk all things resources. Welcome back. I hope that you are subscribing. And I know last week was a weird week because it was a holiday, but we still put an episode out and it was talking about grief around the holidays. It's a great episode to touch on even for the upcoming holidays that we have and for any holidays that we have just in the future. Now, remember, we try to put an episode out every Thursday, so please subscribe. Um, And always, you can find us on social media and online at findingmiddlepath.com. Now, often, many, many people talk about the four pillars of mental health. And upon examination and actually talking to a client or two, I was reminded that a triangle is a pretty strong um, geometric shape. In fact, it's one of the strongest that was brought to my attention. And upon research, yes, they are correct. So I started reevaluating some of the models that are out there. There are many models out there for uh, the four pillars, the five pillars, the seven pillars of mental health. And sometimes I just like to kind of bring it back to the basics. So we're going to just do the three pillars of mental health, but there's a lot entailed into each one of those. I will have each one of these listed on my blog. So um, just be sure to check that out. So where do we start? And for some of you, I know this is new. We've talked about four in the past, but I really want you to kind of think about these three and see how they kind of they're grouped in. So number one is spiritual. So spiritual is so important about mental health. It's not just about a religious um, ritual or a belief that you have. It really is an action, an everyday thing that is integrated into your life. How is this driving you? How is it giving you uh, perspective and hope? How is it realigning you with values and key beliefs and key values? It is important to really find what your spiritual aspect is. For many, yes, that might be a religion. Um, There are lots of mainstream religions that have tons of material, um, podcasts themselves, videos, sermons, and in the time of COVID, most of that stuff is online. You can get a ton of free material. Um, You know, there's, there's resources through many websites like lifeway.com or um, turning point. And I mean, there's just so many that are out there. And some of those that I do use and uh, I listen to, but it really is about you. What do you believe? How is that driving you? And for those of you who um, don't believe in a mainstream religion, this doesn't count you out. This is still very important to you. Just because a mainstream religion isn't your cup of tea doesn't mean that you still don't need to figure out what, what touches your soul. You know, what is it that's driving me? And (laughs) 
And that might take a little bit of searching and prodding and trying. Really, it's it's about that willingness again, about opening up and figuring out what is it that really, that like makes me feel good. Not just feel good, but like just, I mean, it drives me. That That's just the best, um, the best kind of, of, uh, way to describe it, right? What drives me? So for me personally, I am a Christian and this is not a Christian podcast, but for me, it's about prayer, right? Which is a simple act that I get to do throughout the day. Um, it's about scripture, something that I can also hone into or realign me. Um, I can also go to church now in the time of COVID I'm watching church, right? Um, listen to sermons, um, do a Bible study, be involved in a community group. Like there's so many things that I could do to learn and explore and practice my faith, right? And my faith helps to drive some of my core values, right? So one thing we've talked about is really doing that values assessment and tapping into what are the things that really propel me through life And it it doesn't have to be, you know, my calling is, it's more of the things that we've talked about before, like honesty, family, education, fun, uh, fairness, um, those type of, of values that just propel me. So how am I really keeping those strong and feeling like those are being realigned? For many, it can be a yoga practice. It can be having meditation, you know, again, it can be very similar to what I was discussing in just a normal mainstream religion. It's really figuring those out. In fact, a challenge I have for you is even if you are a Christian, if you're not a Christian, if you're in mainstream, you know, whatever it may be, right? Whatever mainstream faith or non-faith, I still encourage for you to find at least an hour of your week just an hour of your week to carve out, to try and tap into a spiritual element that really taps into that. And the importance of this is really to say, again, you know, on my days that I'm not doing well mentally, what, what kind of hope do I have? What kind of light is there around me? What kind of energy is there that drives me that I can either tap into or give myself permission to rest or be okay, right? It's that grace that we're looking for. So I really encourage you to do so. The next one is an even bigger one. And it really is our social economic place in our life. It's it's the social, it's our environment, and it's our finances. It's all three of those. And all three of them play a dynamic role. There are things that are constantly around us that are moving. Um, and right now, some of those things are taken from us, especially in the time of COVID when you can't reach out and do things with people and venture out. And so your environment almost is the same consistently. And your finances are probably impacted by that as well, whether it's up or down, either one. So your socioeconomic state is really vital to how you feel. It's the exterior stuff that really does um, 
push in on your emotion and it gives you that external stress. <laughs> I'm sure none of us have that right now. Um, but if, if the house isn't clean, but that's where you do all of your, your work, you're constantly worried about, you know, this is, you know, I've got to get all the work done, but I also want the house clean. And I also, you know, this is where I do everything fun in my life. And <laughs> this is where I work out. This is where I cook and do any activity that makes me happy anymore. And so when we're in the same environment and it just doesn't feel healthy to us after a while, right? So it really is about challenging yourself to say, you know, yes, it's the winter and it's cold. And how can I get creative? I'm sure we've done a lot of creativity this year, but you can only do so much creativity in 200 square foot, right? Like your bedroom or your office or whatever it may be, your house, your apartment, all of those things can get real small, real fast, and they can get real tiring. So really think about, you know, how are all of these areas being impacted right now? And they are. There, it's, it's just been just swapped under, you know, the rug is gone. It's just taken from us. And so we've had to really try to rebuild and get creative. And so the socio in environment and the finances, all of those really are wrapped up into one right now. And when those cause so much negative effects on us and our relationships, it just it really feels defeating, def- defeating and deflating. I'm trying to say too much at once, but it does. It's very defeating. So what can you do in some of these financial setbacks? How can you regain some control over this? Can you even just stop and have just a moment of grief and awareness over everything that's been lost? That's half of the problem right there is that we're just going and going and going and we're not understanding all the loss that has happened. So sometimes it is just that simple awareness. All right, the next one is also something super impacted by COVID and that's our physiological or our physical state and our biological state, okay? So I believe most of you understand what this means. I'm not as active as I was. I'm not going to the gym. I'm really not outdoors as much as I was because of the cold weather. There's just so much that our biological um, components add to our mental state. And us being so stagnant really does impact it. This is not about working out and burning all the calories and losing all of that binge eating weight. It's more about... (laughs) just my body needs to move and it needs to have that active state and when we start to you know that starts to build up and build up you know the stress builds up as well and so we really do need to figure out how can we begin to um, reduce some of those impacting stressors what what are some creativities that we can do even if it's being active like I'm going to switch around the furniture in my house or I'm going to do a deep cleaning or I'm going to go for a walk around the block. These are not exactly the funnest ideas, but it is about challenging yourself and saying, 
what is it about my my physiological state that has been lost so when we look at the spiritual the socioeconomic and the physical slash biological components COVID has impacted each one of those and and one of them might not feel like oh if I've lost that that's not that big of a deal but remember if you've lost one point of the triangle then I mean it really starts to become a stagnant line and and where's the line going right so really try to imagine how can I touch on each one of these areas in my life throughout the week where can I just open my awareness simply maybe it's just by doing a quick podcast and exercising your mind a little bit maybe it's about you know hey i'm going to reevaluate my finances and just have a better awareness of where my money's going or what my environment looks like and how that might be impacting my mood maybe i need to put up some christmas lights or even get one of those you know those lights that that are have vitamin d in them that are good for seasonal affect <laughs> It might be that simple, y'all. 30 bucks can go a long way in really improving your mental health. It's really, you know, what are my friends doing and what have I not done? I had an awareness the other day that I don't think I've seen some of my friends in like six months. It's just been insane. And, and that just feels terrible to think about. Like, why? I mean, it just feels terrible. And then the physiological and biological state, some of our bodies have changed during this time. And it's not a change we particularly enjoy. Uh, We're not being as active. What can we do to challenge ourselves to um, just improve that area of our body or again, give ourselves some grace. So this is hard. This is, it's easy and hard, right? It always is. It's that dialectical dilemma for sure. Remember, if you're having pain or you've tried to, you know, get better sleep during this time, which sleep has been vastly impacted by COVID. So if you're having problems, I do highly recommend you reach out to a doctor and and see what kind of options there are for your situation. Remember, insomnia is one of the most underdiagnosed diagnoses out there. So really... I mean, seriously, don't let your sleep get neglected. It will, it's really part of that biological, sociological, physiological piece. Okay. So don't let that get neglected. Now, remember all of these definitely interlock together, but when we start doing all the skills and we talk about, you know, everything that we can do to control our emotions and everything we can do to help out in a distressing time. Most of those times they're really targeting what's happening in that exact moment. When we talk about the three pillars of mental health, this is an overarching principle and overarching um, concept that goes along with it intertwines with all the skills. So remember, if things just don't feel like they're clicking or sticking, this might be an area that we go back and evaluate. This is often where I ask my clients every session, how's your sleep, how are your meds, and how's your mood, right? Who are you with? What's going on? Are there any additional stressors in your life? Like these are not just, you know, conversational questions. They're helping to keep track 
of someone's um, progress or their mental health. If it's declining, if it's neutral, if it's improving. So again, each one of these have a particular reason. I challenge you, really open your awareness with this. Remember, awareness does not equal judgment. Awareness equals change. So I want to see you really open that awareness and and move towards that incremental change that you want to see in your life. As again, always thank you. Thank you for listening. And um, I hope that you do follow us, subscribe. Be sure to share us if you can. Uh, Next week, we'll jump back into skills and keep evaluating emotional regulation. We all need some emotional regulation going into 2021. Remember, this is not a replacement for you to find a therapist in your area. There's so many options like Talkspace, BetterHelp, Psychology Today, and using your insurance. So remember, there is not a reason to not get plugged in. So I do hope that you again follow us next week and I hope you have a great day.